Welcome to the Step Up Your Business podcast. This is a weekly show brought to you by the Business Advisory Center Durham. In these episodes, we'll talk about everything to do with business, how to get started, how to grow your business, you'd meet some of our clients that we work with, and upcoming events that are going on in our region. We'd love you to join us every week and hopefully take away something that you can implement into your business. Even though we are in the Durham region, a lot of the business advice and information is applicable to all businesses. Thank you and stay tuned. So good afternoon, everybody. Teresa here from the Business Advisory Center in Durham. And with me, I have Mohammed Bakani, the owner and founder, president of Unique Accounting Services. Welcome, Mohammed, to our Zoom call today. Thank you. It's, it's a pleasure being here. Thank you. I'm going to tell everybody a little bit about Mohammed, and then we're going to ask some general questions just so they get a sense of who Mohammed is, the business that he runs, the services that he offers, and just to um, let you see who some of our experts are. So just to let you know about Mohammed, he first came to BACD in 2014. Um, his business has grown since then, and he's also joined our board as our secretary treasurer, of which we're very happy to have him there. As many of you know, BACD strives to be the go-to business resource for small business in the Durham region. We are one of 53 centers in Ontario, and our mission is that every entrepreneur we serve achieves business success. You can read more about us on our page at bacd.ca and also on our social media channels. So just to tell you a little bit about Mohammed, he is the founder and president of Unique Accounting Services, an accounting and bookkeeping firm that helps Canadian small and medium-sized businesses with all their bookkeeping, their taxation, and accounting needs, all under one roof. Mohammed has over 10 years' experience providing these services to businesses of all sizes, and he is really the go-to person when it comes to accounting and taxation. He is connected to all leading professional associations in his industry, and he also makes sure that he meets the highest standards of accounting and bookkeeping. Um, and this also helps him to stay up to date with all aspects and new technology and new things or laws and regulations that come in. I think Mohammed is always cheerful and easy to approach and has very useful skills and knowledge that he loves to share with people. I know that he has been very helpful to so many of our clients, to not-for-profits. He's a member of the BNI Network, Business Network International. He's a member of the Oshawa Chamber of Commerce, the Clarington Board of Trade, and the Ajax Pickering Board of Trade. And I think he really understands what the value of networking is. He also volunteers his time to prepare income tax returns through CRA's Community Voluntary Income Tax Preparation Clinic, working with various charitable organizations. Thank you for being here with us today, and uh, I'd love to just find out a little bit more about you. But how about you tell us, what are the most problems that you help customers with? It's mainly with regards to their uh, bookkeeping, accounting, um, whether it's payroll uh, related or HST issues um, that they have with the CRA or just getting them up to date uh, in terms of their tax filing. There are some uh, businesses, some individuals have not filed their tax returns for a variety of reasons for a number of years that we uh, get them up to date with and then uh, get them uh, on an ongoing uh, cycle so that they don't fall back behind in their filings. Okay, good. That's important, right? And exactly. when customers come to you, I mean, what are the issues that many of them have that you've been able to help solve? Most of the issues are... Uh, well, because uh, when clients come in, they know what they're good at and uh, they're looking at more in terms of accounting and uh, bookkeeping uh, stuff that probably even if they are up to date in the tax filing, but going forward, whether it's if it's a new business, then uh, setting up on the right way 
whether it's a setup of QuickBooks or any other accounting system, or if they're looking at uh, any uh, other tax advice just to make sure that uh, they're not paying as much tax as uh, they would otherwise if they go a different route. And that's what uh, we uh, we normally look at and that's what uh, the clients initially come in for uh, because essentially all businesses, all individuals are very, very good at uh, uh, and they're experts in their own uh, particular industries. Right, but perhaps yeah. not in, biz- in bookkeeping and accounting, right? Right, exactly. And that's where we fit in. That's where um, lawyers and any other industries fit in. So it's essentially each and every industry helping other industries in, uh, in trying to get everything in place. Very cool. I have a question for you. What inspired you to start your own business? Well, it's, it's just the, uh, the flexibility of working for yourself, one. And number two is uh, I wanted, uh, at the end of the day, I wanted to be my own boss and, uh, and, try, and try out different things and uh, what works, what doesn't. And essentially, um, being under pressure is uh, what I love. Uh, and uh, in, in the beginning, not knowing where your next paycheck is coming from, that's a challenge, yes, but it's, it's something that, uh, that, has, uh, that has worked well. Right. Tell me, how many people work with you in your business now? At the moment, we have grown to a team of five people. Initially, when I when I first started, was uh, just myself. Yes, working from my home office, but uh, mainly meeting clients at their locations or coffee shops, which I know is not is not very private. And that's what I uh, as time as time went by, I I decided to change that and uh, started uh, renting a smaller office in the beginning, a virtual office, then moved into bigger spaces. Exactly. You've been in operation now for five years, haven't you? Yes, coming up to five years, yes. So I think, are you going to have a celebration? Hopefully. It all depends on uh, how, how things go, if, we're, uh, if we have the capacity to, uh, to get the uh, celebration going or just, uh, put the, just continue with the uh, foot on the pedal and, uh, and continue with the business. Very good point. Tell me, what do you do to generate business for yourself? It's mainly networking. Um, networking right from day one has worked very, very well for me. And that's what I always advise uh, new businesses, new business owners, is, uh, and even existing businesses. If there are things that, don't, uh, that are not working in terms of advertising or things like that, try networking. And uh, it does eventually work out. Yes, networking is not one-time thing. You go to uh, just a one event and uh, that's it. It is a persistence. Um, people need to see you, hear the story, and then they're, they're going to trust you with their, in my case, in my industry, um, accounting and tax needs. But in anyone else's uh, industry, they need to be trusted and they need to be looked at as trusted advisors. Good point. So do you have any favorite networking tips or tricks that you'd like to share? It's all about uh, just going in and uh, showing up, I, I, would, I would say, because uh, for me, it's all about showing people that, yes, you're still in operation, one, and number two is uh, um, that people still continue hearing your story, whether it's uh, on a weekly basis or on a regular basis, so that uh, ultimately they can see that, yes, I do need this service or I do need this product. Right. Um, because ultimately, it's, it's all about trying to uh, introduce yourself to as many people as possible. And then after that as well, to follow up. Because follow up is key um, rather than just showing up. Yes, showing up is key as well. But follow up is probably as important, if not more important than showing up. Right, right. Very true. I love that. I mean, I found for most people, like for anything in your life, if you just show up, 
you'll be that much more successful, right? Exactly. One of my other favorite quotes was from the, a guy called Keith Ferrazzi, and he says, everything you do in your life is either with people or through people. So the quicker that you can get comfortable with meeting people, introducing yourself to people, the better your business will be, right? The better your life will be. Right, exactly. And, uh, and, the, and the perception, common perception is that as accountants, bookkeepers, we're, uh, we're supposed to be introverted or sitting behind desks and in cubicles and uh, getting our work done. But uh, essentially, that's, that's not really the case. Um, we're just like any other business owner. And uh, we, we love meeting people and introducing ourselves and all that. Well, stuff. maybe that's you because not everybody is. Are you extroverted, would you say, or more introverted or shy? or? I, I would like to describe myself as, as a mix. I'm in... In my in my own way, exactly. I'm in my own way. I can I can get into my shell and uh, and be an introvert. But I I like to kind of uh, push myself out and uh, out and about because it's it's the reality in terms of uh, being a business owner. If you're not out and about, not many people are going to trust us with their um, business. That's very true. Very good point. And I, I love that. If you've got to be out and about meeting people, getting people so that they see your face. I know when I was working at the Whitby Chamber that I used to say that all the time that people say to me, oh, I've seen the same accounting person for seven times. And I like, okay, or the same insurance agent. And I would say, so how well do you know them? Do you know their family? Do you know when their birthday is? Do you know what they like? Do you know their dog's name? And when you don't even know all these things about them, then how well do you actually know them? And have you actually taken a chance to speak to them, right? Right, exactly. And, and that's the main important thing in terms of networking is it's about trying to get out of your comfort zone as well. Right. And that's one of the ways to do that is to go out and meet people you don't know. I know it's yeah. uncomfortable. I mean, I sometimes feel shy too. But if you go to these events with the idea of you never know who you're going to meet, they could be a new friend. Maybe if I'm talking to you, I might not be your client, but I can refer many, many people to you. And right. so if you leave a good impression on me, then I already feel better about that. I think that's a good opportunity. And I always find one of my other best things is to ask about other people. Ask them questions and how can you help them as opposed to making it about you. Then you don't feel that uncomfortable if you're in an environment where you feel uncomfortable. When you put the spotlight on someone else, then you don't feel uncomfortable, right? Right, exactly. And that's essentially what, how, how it is because uh, um, you never know in any particular networking event, you might find someone that uh, um, not necessarily needing your service, but needing the service of someone else that yes. you know from your network. Yes. It can connect the two people and, uh, and they can uh, do business together. Very good point. You know, in the beginning, you mentioned there that... Um, you didn't even know where your next paycheck was coming from. Did you feel fearful at that time? Yes, it is. It is fearful, but but at the same time, it is uh, it is just a case of going into the unknown. Yes, but uh, being confident in yourself and in your abilities. One, and number two is uh, because I came to the BACD pretty much the same time I started my business. Yeah. Um. So that support system also helps in terms of giving you that confidence that yes, you're able to do it you're able to go out and, uh, and be successful. Yes, very true. Thank you very much. And so that's how you've managed that fear. Pretty much you just get going. Yes, because if, if, you're, if you're just sitting, uh, sitting aside and saying that, yes, um, I've started my own business, but uh, I'm going to, let's say, uh, 
just post a, a, a few things online or uh, use Google AdWords or something of that sort. Yes, that can eventually as well lead to clients. Yeah. But at the same time, it doesn't really work very well if the, if the local audience doesn't know you. That's a good point. Very good point. I agree with you there. Another question I have for you. Do you see are there any coming trends in your industry that might affect business? There are, yes. And in this industry, the trends are continually changing and uh, all that stuff. One is the, uh, the thing with regards to uh, employee versus contractor. A lot of bigger, huge uh, corporations at times decide to lay off employees and uh, rehire them as contractors or some people uh, um, deciding to hire contractors rather than employees and things like that. Are you finding that the CRA is clamping down on people for doing things like that and being very sticky? Yes, and that's over the last at least few years, two to three years, the CRA is coming up with with the uh, issues that you are essentially doing the work of an employee, but you're being classified as a contractor. So which means you're not paying into CPP. You are writing off your expenses when you're not supposed to write off some expenses and uh, things like that. Um, So there there are guidelines that the CRA has uh, in terms of what's the line between uh, where the line can be drawn between uh, what constitutes an employee and what constitutes a contractor. Good point. So yeah, I'll link to that information because I know it. Do you believe there's some sort of pattern or formula to being successful in business? And would you share that with us? I don't believe there's a particular formula per se, because there are a number of business owners, um, successful business owners that I've met over the over the past five years that uh, that I've been in operation, and uh, they have shared their stories with me, and a lot of them have different stories, different uh, viewpoints, and uh, as well, different journeys that they've taken to be successful. So I would say there, there's really no correct answer. There's, there's really no just, just the one answer that... Uh, that is there to be uh, to be able to be successful as long as uh, the individual or business owner is doing everything that they need to do and checking all their boxes. Um, that's that's all there is. So that's from what you've seen, right? Yes. What advice would you give to people who want to start their own business? First and foremost is uh, to be steadfast in in what they're doing, um, and uh, as well, just come and uh, visit the BACD and uh, and see, go through some of the business uh, starter programs and uh, things like that so that they can at least get a feeler of what they're getting into. Right. Thank and you. I appreciate the plug. Right. And, uh, I'll because, pay you later. <laughs> <laughs> because what, what happens is I am really thankful of how the BACD has helped me. Now, the other thing that individuals and business owners need to do as well is to have that kind of never said I attitude as uh, because yes, uh, the first year or six months is yes slow in terms of business, um, not much business coming in, but that is where um, you can put the building blocks in, uh, build the foundation for the business, so that once you're successful five, seven, ten years from now, you can uh, can then uh, rely on those building blocks that you've built in the back in the first year. Great. Well, and what are some of those building blocks? Do you think? Number one, first and foremost, is uh, based on my industry, is uh, get a proper accounting system and put it in place so that everything is uh, in terms of expenses, income, invoicing, that's all being tracked because uh, you don't want to go back, even a year from now, you don't want to go back and uh, kind of work backwards if the CRA comes back to uh, review or audit or something of that sort. Right. Or simply just to uh, file their tax return. Right. Because uh, from an accounting point of view, there is the tendency for uh, uh, new business owners to, to kind of neglect their uh, receipts and bookkeeping um, right up to tax filing time. 
Ouch. So that takes a lot of work then. Exactly. And then it's, it does take a lot of work. It is time consuming and can get pricey as well for them. Right. So um, that is one. And then number two is uh, to try and, uh, and build, build a support system around them, whether it's advisors or on the, on the legal side, just so if I told anything, then they have the uh, sounding system. They have, uh, they have someone to uh, refer to in case of any downfalls. Because being business owners, entrepreneurs, um, you're, you're looking at a so-called a very, very lonely time if you're on your own. Yeah. So um, if you're building a support system, then you have other entrepreneurs, business owners who are pretty much facing the sim- a very, very similar um, situation as they are. Yeah, very true. Very true. What do you think the top three skills business owners need today? That's a tough one because uh, in terms of skills, I, I always believe that skills can be uh, can be learned rather than... Rather than Good point. Yeah. Yes. Now, in terms of that, uh, business management skills are very, very important. Um, yeah, because, that's uh, good. Because what happens is as the business grows, um, you need to be able to manage it. Yes, ultimately, you have a team around it, around you, but you need to be able to manage the, uh, the business very well. And then uh, the, the other one is, uh, is just the uh, people skills as well. Mm. Hard to be comfortable around people because uh, these are the people who are going to help you wherever you go, whether you're out walking out on, on a sidewalk or something. You need to be courteous to uh, anyone that you meet and uh, things like that. Very, um, very good point. So that's very important as well. And then mm. um, the third is always to, uh, to have very, very good listening skills. Because you never know, whoever you're talking to, you can, uh, can really spark up a conversation or can spark up a sale. I heard a good quote once, which was, you, that's why you have two ears, so that you listen better and only one right? Better, right? Yes. So you speak once kind of thing. So one of the other questions I have for you is like, what activities would you suggest an entrepreneur invest their time in? The main main one is uh, what's it called? It's networking. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, but other than that, it's uh, being entrepreneurs. Of course, yes, they are experts in their own field, but uh, also look at uh, um, business development skills. Yes, um, I think sales skills are essential. Exactly, sales skills, and as well, the other part of the business development would be the professional development and uh, right. try to be the best at what they do. Yes, yes. Uh, um, rather than being an all-rounder, yes, I'm going to do my own advertising, I'm going to do my own uh, website. Rather than being an all-rounder, try to be the best at uh, what they can do so that uh, they can provide uh, the best service possible. Right, hire out the rest that you exactly. don't need to, to do, right? What other tactics do you use apart from networking to market yourself? Uh, networking has been my uh, main major part of uh, net, uh, advertising and marketing, but uh, I've also done some uh, Facebook uh, um, social media stuff, which, uh, which does give me the uh, um, exposure and uh, has driven some, uh, a few clients over. That's good. Uh, as, as well as uh, having, a, having a functional website. Right. Uh, as, uh, and being surprisingly, I don't, I've, I've not uh, really looked into SEO optimization or anything of that sort, oh. but I still get calls from uh, Google searches. Okay, that's good. That must be your Google My Business listing, right? Potentially, yes. And that's another point uh, where for uh, entrepreneurs is uh, to always keep that Google My Business listing up to date. It's very, very important. I don't know about you, but how many times do you search for businesses online? 
that's the only place you search, right? Exactly. Probably 100% of the time. Right. So same for me. And if that's not up to date or they don't have one, I wonder, oh, is this a legitimate business? Why would they, if it right. was, they would have one, right? Yes. And Google My Business is free to put together. And even a company page on LinkedIn or a company page on Facebook, those are just important oh, because yes. people can find you. And the other thing I always find people miss is putting their hours of operation so that we know where we can get hold of them, right? Right, exactly. And uh, th those ones are very, very important because uh, let's face it, as entrepreneurs, we're probably working 24-7, but do we really want to be called at nine in the evening no. or at night or something of that sort? Not really. So that's why the business hours of operations and all that stuff are very, very important. Good. Tell me, what do you love most about what you do? I love everything, the full cycle. I love the fact uh, that uh, I, I can help individuals, um, business owners, take care of their taxes. But um, my sweet spot is taxes, actually. Oh, is um, it? I didn't know yeah, that. I love taxes. But in terms of taxes, bookkeeping comes in because uh, without, without a proper bookkeeping system, the taxes can never be as accurate as you want them to be. Right. Good it, point. So it all started, starts with bookkeeping, going up to taxes, and uh, which is why I, I just love the full cycle of it. Very cool. Tell me, is there anything, what, what fun things do you do? Like, what do you do when you're outside of work, out of work? What are you excited about? I like reading some books, mainly since I started the business, mainly business related or tax related for that matter. <laughs> um, and then, that sounds uh, boring. It, it, it does, <laughs> yes. Um, especially uh, for those not really interested in taxes or uh, things like that, yes. But mainly the books about business development and uh, how can I get better at what I'm doing? That's very um, good. Any book that stands out to you that you've read? The most important one that stands out and that I've read multiple times is Think and Grow Rich. Ah, love that book. And it's a great one. That's a book that I always uh, try to wish out that, you know what, if anyone wants to uh, be successful and uh, look into that, it is important to uh, read that book at least once. I love that book. And uh, what I love about it is because as a business owner, you need to be like an elite athlete. You need to know every day your intention is focused on successful business, right? Right. And what I love about that book and any of those books, that, because it's really about your mindset, because if you don't believe in what you do and what you're going to bring to the world, then how are other people going to believe in you, right? Exactly. Yes. And I love that that book talks about Think and Grow Rich. It's all about your thoughts create your reality and your thoughts oh, yes. create your success in life. And you're totally responsible for everything you have in your life, whether it be good or bad. Oh yeah. You know, and that's what, I mean, I, I know that you can get it for free. Even I've seen that you can get a PDF download for free. You can. Yes. And it's uh, at audiobook as well. Okay. And audio. And I think I've even seen it on YouTube that someone is reading the book. Oh, okay. Um, I would definitely recommend that book. I mean, there's so many others, um, some, even Tony Robbins, Les Brown. There's right, yes. Uh, in that field, Brian Tracy, that all talk about, Cohen Ray is another guy, that all talk about being successful in business. And it's not just business, because it's if you grow you, you grow everything. You grow exactly. your life and your business, right? Yes. I think those are important. So are there particular types of clients you like to work with in the Durham region? Or, you know, do you stick to like under 500 employees? Or tell me where your sweet spot is with working with clients. Uh, working with clients, we don't, we don't really uh, push out anyone um, who comes in. Any particular client or uh, business owner or business that comes in, uh, 
we first uh, I would first uh, gauge as to uh, the scope of services they require. And uh, if we're talking about 500 employees or uh, less or more, um, the, the likelihood is uh, they, they already have their own uh, bookkeeping system in place if they've been able to grow to that amount. Right. Um, th in that case, then, uh, would be mainly on an advisory level on the tax advisory and tax filing, tax planning point of view. Right. Yes, yeah, so far we have pushed out anybody who comes in. Right. But the sweet spot I love is uh, anyone who comes in for uh, tax preparation, whether it's uh, 15 years uh, um, tax returns to be done or to be filed or just a one year. And as well, if it's a self-employed individual or a corporation, that's all the better because uh, we can then give them uh, some tax planning tips right, as well. Right, right. Thank you. Now, you're a member of the BACD Expert Network. So that means that we refer people to you. And I know from the past that people love working with you. You're always helpful. You answer all their questions and then you get them set up or get them help if that's what they need. So I really appreciate you being on that network for us. And um, I appreciate you meeting with us today. and. You know, I'm going to make sure that this video is on Facebook. We'll have it on YouTube as well, and then be able to uh, share it with our clients so they get a sense of who you are and how wonderful you are to work with. Yes, it's my pleasure because it's, uh, it's always about, as I said before, it's, it's the people skills. It's, uh, it's trying, to, uh, trying to understand the needs of anyone that you meet or anyone that you're talking to so that you can, uh, can explain and, uh, um, and get a sense of what they need so that I can help them out better. Everybody I ever talked to, and they are using you, they love your services for sure. So, you know, that's a testament to you and, and the work that you do. And I mean, you are on our board, on our board of directors as a secretary treasurer. And I mean, I certainly enjoy working with you and calming down our board members when they see that our financials are getting crazy or whatever the case may be. So it's wonderful. Oh, yeah. And it's, and, and it's, a, it's a pleasure working with you. It's, uh, it's been great to be on the board. And uh, First of all, coming in as a client of BACD, yes, um, you did, and, uh, and then getting this opportunity to be on the board, and it's it, it's been a great journey. Thank you. It has been. I hope that we have many, many years of you being in our lives as BACD. Being right, exactly, and and I don't plan to going uh, on going anywhere. So that's awesome. Yeah, we're, we're stuck together. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for your time. I appreciate it, and uh, wish you a good rest of the afternoon. Thank you for being a guest today on our podcast. This is Teresa Shaver signing off from the Business Advisory Center Durham, and we hope that you will join us next week. Take care, guys. <music>